Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the RC Element Podcast. My name is Todd, and in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna change it up a bit. I'm gonna talk about RC helicopters and my love for RC helicopters and how all that began. Uh, then we'll get back to the RC car collection again next week and continue that. Um, so RC helicopters. Uh, I think I became addicted to RC helis pretty early on, but I didn't really jump fully into it till about two years after creating my channel. I started to mess around with one of them little, uh, <laughs> these little coaxial helicopters made by Sima. It just, it was, they were so stable and I was just so, and they were like, uh, I think they were like infrared, the controls on them and they were just so stable and so cool and I was so amazed at how they worked and you could you could fly pretty easy and <laughs> looking back at them now they're they're really junky and uh, not too not too good but um, yeah I started with one of those little things and you know you push forward on the stick and it would barely go forward barely go backwards you could spin the tail around do some pirouettes with it um, but it was so stable and so neat I was like this is so cool so that's where it all began I was just like this is awesome I gotta check out something else that's you know the next level so from there I ended up getting a bigger version of one of those Sima helicopters it was a it was uh, I'd say it's a probably about a 300 size heli in a coaxial version <laughs> and this was the same it was a like infrared you couldn't go far with it you really shouldn't be flying them outside um, but it was so stable because you had the, the dual propellers on top one would spin one way one would spin the other way the blades and the tail was like motor powered and it wouldn't move very fast so it was very easy to control so I got hooked on those and they they got boring pretty quick they're very limited for what you could do with them so after that I ended up getting my first uh, fixed pitch helicopter well another Sima these little Sima helis were pretty decent cheap little Chinese helis for people who just, you know just getting into the game and uh, I got really hooked on this one it was the Sima F3 a little tiny fixed pitch helicopter and you could do different things with this one because and it was a lot faster uh, than the coaxial little junky coaxial ones I had but uh, if you look back on my channel I have a lot of videos with this Sima F3 basically this this time f3 helicopter taught me how to taught me my orientations taught me how it all works how your the yaw and everything worked and the tail and just how you gotta you know work them together to, to make it turn it really um, it really helped a lot this heli and I, I flew this thing for probably a good year and I bought I think I bought three different ones just so I'd always have one to fly in case I broke it. They were really light. They could really take a crash. Uh, cheap parts, just cheap everything. It was a little Chinese helicopter. And I still have them today. And I actually still fly them indoor because they're very fun to fly indoor. 
Uh, so after I mastered that, I kept flying, flying, flying that thing until I perfected it. And I got to the point where, you know, I perfected it and I needed more power, I needed more speed. So, so I moved on. Alright guys, so from there I moved on to a bigger uh, fixed pitch helicopter. It was called the MJX F45. It got pretty good reviews, so I picked that uh, fixed pitch helicopter up. It was a pretty big size heli, maybe, maybe like a 300 size heli um, in fixed pitch. Um, yeah, fixed pitch. And that that heli taught me a pretty good bit too because it was a bigger size heli it was faster i mean it was brushed motors it was a pretty cheap heli it was like maybe 80 bucks or something um ready to fly so i practiced on that for a good while and started getting better and better at flying i started getting more addicted and more addicted to helis i was like this is just awesome and of course you know, at this time, I did see all these advanced pilots flying the collective pitch helicopters. And at this point, I was super, super afraid of collective pitch helicopters because I've heard a lot of things about how difficult they were to fly. And at this point, I think everything was just transitioning to, to the fly barless helis. I mean, a lot of people were flying the fly barless at this point. And they were just getting better and better and easier to fly but uh, I was still super afraid of them <laughs> so I stuck with the uh, the fixed pitch helis for a good while so I flew that MJX F45 for for a while for a good while and then I was like you know I want something else what else is there so I did end up getting a Blade 200 SRX um, fly barless helicopter you know this wasn't one of the you know a t-rex or a you know one of these advanced models it was a plastic uh beginner kind of heli with that was fly barless and it had a motor on the tail and it was supposed to be really stable and i got this thing and it was it was amazing it was amazing it flew amazing it was fast um you could go from like beginner mode which which um, limited your banking to the advanced mode which basically made it fly like a collective pitch helicopter um, which I never really used that mode I stuck with the the limited banking mode and then I started having all these issues with it and it would just cut off and fall out of the sky all the time it would just cut off and fall out of the sky or it would it would do a pirouette. It would just spin out of control doing a pirouette. So I did some research on it and apparently this was very common with this model because a lot of people was having this same problem. They called it the uh, POD of death, the pirouette of death is what they were calling it on the forums. And Horizon Hobby was awesome. They were just awesome about it. I told them you know what was happening. They said send it back, send it in. They sent me a brand new one. Um, got about 10 flights in it started doing the same thing this one did the same thing um, I contacted them they said send it back they sent me another one like I said they they were fantastic I can't say enough about their customer service and I love this helicopter I was addicted to it but I was getting so discouraged 
from this thing crashing all the time and just spinning out of control. So the other one they sent me did the same thing. So I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with this helicopter. I'm going to move on. Uh, after flying that, I was like, you know what, it's time. I think it's time to at least build a collective pitch helicopter. Just build it and see what it's all about and get some experience with building one. I didn't want nothing expensive, so I ended up getting the Hobby King clone, T-Rex 450 clone. Uh, just for my first build, something, if I mess it up, who gives a crap, you know? So I got that, and in the meantime, I kept flying um, my MJX F45, and I ended up picking up a WL Toys V912. Now this little this little heli was pretty awesome too. It was also a, uh, a fixed pitch helicopter, and got great reviews. Everybody loved it. Um, very cheap. So yeah, I got that, and I flew the crap out of that thing for a long time while I was building my uh, my T-Rex 450 clone. So I finally got the T-Rex 450 clone built. <laughs> And my gosh, it was a headache because I had to do so much research on how all this stuff worked. This one was the uh, fly bar version. So it had a fly bar, it had a gyro. I got a little cheap gyro, a little Hobby King gyro. It was like $10 or something. All this was new to me. It had a belt drive um, tail. So I got it built and of course the first thing that was wrong with it was the tail was reversed so when spool up during spool up it would spool up and it would just started spinning out of control like crazy I'm like what in the world is going on here so it was just problem after problem I kept going on the forums doing research after research finally got it figured out finally got it to where I could actually take it off and hover it and I still had no clue what idle up was I was just in like regular spool up mode where I would just pull the throttle up and the head speed would go faster and faster. So I had to do research on how all this throttle up worked and all that. And at the time I was using a kind of a junky uh, transmitter. It was a, oh my gosh, what was that? From Tower Hobbies, their, their, their brand. Uh, yeah, it was the the Helimax, Helimax SLT transmitter. So it was it was difficult to program and and all that. So it was I did end up figuring out how to set the idle up up, and eventually I got that that working, and I just practiced hovering. I was actually pretty good with it. I was surprised that I could actually hover it. I could, I could tell the difference between fixed pitch and collective pitch, how if you hit the stick in, in one direction, it would just keep on going until you brought it back, unlike the uh, collective pitch or the uh, fixed pitch helis where they would just automatically level out for you. So I practiced, practiced, practiced with this this T-Rex 450, and I got, I got addicted, man. I got addicted just the challenge of it just the challenge of hovering this thing <laughs> I loved it and uh, yeah I had all kinds of uh, problems and issues trying to get get things to work right strip some servos uh, accidentally hitting the, th the throttle up switch while with throttle hold wasn't on and I, 
chopped my damn sweatshirt all up and this thing went crazy like a chicken just <laughs> all the things you you learn you live and learn with these uh cleft pitch helicopters pretty much happened with me on this on this heli so it was an awesome choice to go with this this hobby king t-rex 450 clone um it wasn't till i picked up a used uh align t-rex 500 esp flybard heli i got one on ebay very cheap it was only like 150 bucks or 200 bucks ready to fly well you needed the transmitter so i got that heli and ended up buying a ended up buying a new transmitter the uh, spectrum dx6i um which was a big upgrade from the other transmitter i was using so i got this heli got it binded and i was pumped man it was so much bigger it was so cool looking i was pumped i was ready so took that thing out spooled it up and it flew beautiful well it didn't fly it hovered beautiful <laughs> and i could not believe how stable this thing was compared to the one i built then i was like thinking to myself i had to build the, the other one wrong because it flies nothing like this it was like drifting everywhere it was so hard to keep it in place the t-rex 450 clone i'm talking about um and this T-Rex 500 ESP was just so solid. It just, it, it hovered so beautifully. And huge difference from that to the clone, from that clone I built to this T-Rex. And from that point, it was on. It was, <laughs> my addiction was big time on. Um, so whoever built that T-Rex 500 ESP that I got used had it locked in. It was dialed in perfect and uh so from there i just kept practicing with this t-rex 500 and you know i would move left move right move forward go up in the air real high come down i wasn't doing no forward flight i mastered for, uh, forward flight with my my uh, fixed pitch helis i did have it pretty much mastered i had my um, you know my orientations worked out pretty well um so that that really helped when moving on to these uh collective pitch helicopters so i kept practicing and i got so addicted you know what i said i want another one of these t-rex 500s esps so i looked on ebay i found another one they're cheap so i picked that one up just to have a spare so i flew both of them back and forth they both flew almost identical almost identical I didn't know too much about setting them up and all that and the difference between the uh, how much collective you know they had in the setup but I just flew them and kept getting better and better and better um, I was like you know what I want to try out fly, fly barless I gotta find me a fly barless heli so I ended up buying a used <laughs> all these used helis I'm buying a used T-Rex 550E DFC my very first fly barless heli no i lied i bought a t-rex 250 dfc heli um that was the next one i bought with a uh what was that fly barless unit that align used 3gx uh it, it 
it just didn't feel good, this, this T-Rex 250. I mean, it flew, and I could tell the difference between fly barless and this. This fly bar, between fly barred and fly barless. Um, but it just didn't feel right to me. I, I don't know if I didn't set it up right or, or what, but I love flying my T-Rex 500 fly barred heli so much better than this fly barless uh, T-Rex 250 DFC. So I didn't fly that one too much, um, but I, like I said, I picked up the T-Rex 550E DFC model. I got that one in the mail and I was just like, oh my gosh, look how big this thing is. It's freaking huge. And in the meantime, I'm making videos with all these, these models. So if you look back on my channel, you'll find that whole experience and that whole process when I got into collective pitch. Um, but I got this T-Rex 550E DFC, um, got it binded up, took it out for the first flight, and I'm pretty sure I filmed that first flight on my channel. And I was just, again, amazed at how stable it was, um, just how stable Fly Barless was. It, it was definitely a step up from the T-Rex 500 uh, Fly Bart helis, but I was so scared flying it. It was so big and so powerful and I didn't want to crash it because I knew the parts would be expensive. So, <laughs> so I, I flew it a few times and I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this one until I get things mastered. I love this heli. I don't want to crash it. So I continued to fly my T-Rex 500 ESPs with the fly bar. And they basically taught me a lot, a lot on how to fly helis, collective pitch helis. So I kept flying them for a good year until I kept getting better and better and better. So my, my RC heli addiction just kept getting worse and worse. I kept watching videos of all these like professional pilots um, with the 3D. I wasn't really big into the 3D when I saw it. Actually, to be honest with you, when I first saw the 3D stuff, I was like, what is this? It's so stupid looking. I was like, how dumb is this stuff honestly this is what I was thinking when I seen it I was like it's just freaking going all over the place and crazy in the air I was like it don't even make no sense to me um, I just wanted to fly normal a normal helicopter straight forward and <laughs> like a normal helicopter um, eventually eventually I came around okay I came around the 3d uh, 3D flying when I was watching all these videos by you know Alan Zabo Jr. and um, Tarek and just all these amazing pilots like you know Bert Kammerer and just all these 3D pilots that were out there they were doing some cool stuff I was just so impressed um, with the way they were doing it so I did come around to 3D I was like man 3D is actually pretty sweet the way the the way the heli sounded chopping through the air and the blades changing directions so fast and it was it was so cool um but I honestly but like i said honestly when i first seen 3d i was like what in the world is this stupid stuff <laughs> um so i do like 3d i do like 3d today i still don't do 3d myself i'm more of a sport flyer i like flying fast cutting it hard doing loops that's my style um so this episode's actually dragging on pretty long. I'm going to continue. I'm going to do this in two parts. I'm going to continue on another episode, continue my journey with RC Helis, 
and how that you know how that took off and how that went but you got a good impression of how how it all started with my my journey into RC helis um, so on the next episode I'll continue and I'll continue my journey on to more advanced models and my flying skills got a little better and better still not doing 3d uh, did get a, fl a flight simulator and I'll talk about that on the next episode and just just how it progressed and how you know things went with the with the helis so stay tuned and we'll continue uh this either on the next podcast i might go back to my rc collection on the next one but here in the future i'll continue my rc heli addiction <laughs> so thanks for joining me guys and again my name's todd and my youtube channel is called the rc element i did create a rc heli channel only channel called the rc element heli edition because my addiction with helis became so so much it, it kind of took over the hobby um so i created my own channel for rc helis the rc element heli edition so till next time guys the rc element out